today. More mandates dropped as Democrats, I guess, realize it's not a winning strategy for the midterms, as it turns out. And Justin Trudeau gives Canadian citizens the January 6th treatment. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined by Blaze TV contributors, both Yaku Buyans, host of The Bottom Line, and also Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake. Thank both of you for being here. Thank As you. we know, the fans really love you guys together. Mm. This is the dynamic duo, so I, I'm so it happy should to be, be a fun here. one. Yeah. And Yaku's always like, well, I'm actually a big fanboy of Eric, so. <laughs> I'm vice versa. <laughs> The really good human beings right here. No, no, I, it's, it's always great to be joined by both of you, specifically for, I think, this first topic, which is, uh, you know, yesterday on the program, we, and I've slept since then. Eric, you were here yesterday, I right? Was. Okay. I was up at 3.47 a.m., guys. I, I have a child that doesn't ever sleep, so I don't know. All the days bleed together. But um, yesterday, we talked about how Democrat Governor uh, Phil Murphy in New Jersey had just announced that they were ending their mandates in the schools. Uh, a lot of Democrats are kind of backtracking on all of these mandates that they've placed upon their uh, population, placed upon the schools, placed upon maybe, you know, bars, restaurants, things of that nature. California uh, is one of the states that are doing away with mask mandates. Interesting, though, uh, so it's California, Connecticut, Delaware, and New Jersey, which I just mentioned, they are all blue states who are ending their mask mandates. But California is still going to keep it in their schools, which honestly makes absolutely no sense. So it's not surprising that California would do something like that. So they say after February 15th, unvaccinated people will still be required to be masked indoors and everyone vaccinated or not will have to wear masks in higher risk areas like public transit and nursing homes and other congregate living facilities. Local governments can continue their own indoor masking requirements. And last week, Los Angeles County's health officials said they intend to keep theirs in place beyond the state deadline. Um, but it is interesting because as you know, I mentioned this, Eric, when you were on yesterday, I mentioned this. It's interesting as we're seeing Gavin Newsom, no mask on at the NFL playoff game. Eric Garcetti, no mask on at the NFL playoff game. Stacey Abrams sitting amongst a group of uh, young school children. They have to be masked up. She does not. Uh, I'm thinking they may be realizing that doesn't look good to the American public and they're needing to recant and maybe backtrack a little bit. So uh, I want to bring that to the table for you guys to, to weigh in on. But I also want to bring into the conversation when we're discussing this CNN medical expert, Dr. Leanna Wen, who has been one of the most outspoken uh, just really all around horrible human beings when it comes to uh, talking about the science, the science, the science, and, and a big advocate for uh, masking everyone, masking your children, vaccinating everyone, vaccinating, I mean, everyone, boosters, I mean, all of the science, and I say that capitalized, of course, the science trademarked, uh, all, of, all of those talking points, but never really pointing to actual science or data to back her, her, uh, her views. Well, now she says, you know what, it is time to lift mandates uh, because we need to preserve public health authority for when it's needed again, watch. 
I agree with Colorado, with many other local and state jurisdictions that are beginning to lift government mandates. And I think this is the key. I'm not saying that we should be stopping masking, but rather that this needs to shift from a government requirement to an individual decision. The government can't keep on telling our citizens that this is a five alarm fire all the time. People are just going to start tuning it out and not pay attention. They'll be desensitized. And so what needs to happen is we need to end the state of emergency and preserve the ability of public health authorities to reinstitute mandates in the future if we see more more dangerous variants later. Uh, she also went on to add that it, the science now says that it is we need to be lifting the mask mandates, which is interesting because I feel like the science always said it. She doesn't point to any new data. It's just that the science now means, well, we were wrong and lying to you this whole time, and now we're kind of getting called out on it. And also, it's not beneficial to us because we're not trying to prevent Donald Trump from taking office again. Therefore, we get to say, uh, well, it's just the science, and uh, we need to go ahead and lift these mask mandates because the science is new and ever-changing. Yeah. <laughs> that woman is one of Eric's Least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Least favorite people. Talked about her. I can't imagine why. Because when you said, are oh, you going to love this? I'm like, yeah, yep. this is this is an Eric and Yaku. <laughs> yep. This, this yep. is, let's I just go for schools. Yeah. Let's, let's just go. apply something. But listen now, but she says a couple things that's really important. She says, listen, we got to stop this because we're desensitizing people mm -hmm. so that we can reinstitute it in, mm -hmm. institute it in the future mm -hmm. for when Trump runs again. Yes. <laughs> he said, just wait another two years. We just need to preserve the trust in, in, in us so, let's pull so that back, the people will let's listen pull again. back a little bit right. here. So when we come with another man, they'll take us seriously. We will never, ever trust you for anything ever again, nor have we at, around this table. So it's just, it's another puppet speaking with a script, and, it, and it's, a, again, playing the American people. She can say, well, the science now says, no, what she means is it's to our benefit mm -hmm. to pull back for a minute mm -hmm. so that we can whack you again whenever we feel like it later with some other variant and bring fear back. I say, never forget, never forget that she's been lying since day one, she's gonna lie next time she comes on that tube. Yeah, I mean, imagine how irresponsible it would be if what she is saying is true, which she said, I think it's time to end mask mandates, not because they don't work and not because the threat has passed. So right. what she's saying is there is still a threat you are still under dire threat of, of losing your life from this horrible pandemic, but we shouldn't do it because of public perception. I mean, that, that would be an awful thing, awful, it's irresponsible thing around, right? if it were actually, yeah. right, if yeah. it were actually true. Yeah, Leanna Wynn has been one of the people that have been really, really public about some of these, like just flat out telling everybody what the actual motives were using term terminology such as dangling carrots in front of people um, and getting them to do what you want regarding the pandemic. She has been one of the most author public authoritarian figures um, in that regards. Now, what she does say is important because she's correct in the sense that people look at the science differently than what they had before. I said this going into it. First, it started with the nurses, right? Mm -hmm. I, I was more, I don't want to say I had a positive view of nurses, but I was just like, whatever, I was neutral on them. Now I have a, you know, when they was dancing on TikTok and all of that stuff, my perception of, of these people kind of declined. And I think the same can be said for everybody with public health experts and figures and scientists, because there's a lot of political stuff that's, that has to do with this, that maybe 
it wasn't as on the nose and people didn't know about it before. It may have existed. Pharmaceutical companies have been corrupt for forever, forever yeah. right? It's just now because you had it like in mass and you had the government like directly basically answering to whatever Pfizer had done. So people now more so are looking at it. And because of the time has passed and you know, remember when they thought the sky was going to fall when Texas lifted yep. whatever they had had? I remember. We were action, all going to die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gavin Newsom tweeted out like, oh, this is so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened, of course. Well, uh, Eric, you you're neglecting to tell the audience that we are the only three people still alive in Texas. That's true. That's true. Nobody everyone else. Everyone else. Everybody everyone else, else has greatest, perished. The Blaze is playing the greatest shell game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the other, all the other guests are holograms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, that's that's how they view it. So they're, they're starting to shift on. On that because public opinion is shifting and that's more so what it's about. So to, to what Yaka was saying, it's like now it doesn't necessarily benefit them like it did in the, in the past mm-hmm. to continue this charade. Mm-hmm. And she's completely correct that yeah. people look at our institutions differently now. They've lost trust. They lost yeah. trust in it. Yep. So any event that we try to do this again, it's, there's going to be a lot more pushback. They're going to point back to what happened, you know, 2020, 2021. That's what they're going to point to. So she's correct mm-hmm. uh, in, in that regards. But I welcome that and obviously think it's a good thing that people are now paying a lot more attention to what it is these guys saying and starting to, like, follow the money and just look more deeper and go yeah. in, down the rabbit hole because these guys are just liars. This is flat out liars. I think something you and again what you what you're saying here is, is so on the point what we need to realize here is how strategic they actually are. Yeah. The, there's a brain trust and they mm-hmm. plan and they go hey it's a moment right now to pull back we got to build trust again or they will never trust us again because they reached a tipping point to your point. Mm-hmm. There is an awakening not wokeness but yeah. a, a true awakening of I don't trust them, and they know it, so they go, pull back. It's strategic. Yeah. They have strategically lied to us, indoctrinated us, or tried to indoctrinate us, right? Force, whatever. And this is how they play with the American people. It's, it's, it's sickening, but may we never forget, and now when they pull it back, don't ever give it to them ever again. Yeah. You do not give them an inch ever again. Yeah, so uh, I don't disagree with you, obviously, and but I'm just wondering, do, do we have anyone with the balls to actually do things like Kevin McCarthy says the That's GOP the is going to do, right? Yeah. He just came out and said that if we win the House in November, uh, he will set up a committee on China to investigate the origins of COVID-19. They would look into whether uh, Joe Biden and his family made millions of dollars in deals with the Chinese government while Biden was vice president. I mean, they're claiming that there will be investigations into COVID-19. But I just don't believe that. No, because a lot of them were in on it. And I think people need to remember that a, a lot of the GOP that I was grilling during this whole deal, I mean, from uh, them co-signing a lot of what happened with the stimulus packages and all the pork that was in there, I wouldn't have anybody <laughs> think that they're going to do jack right. crap because, again, they were in on a lot of what had happened. Now, yeah, we've seen people even in our circles uh, like not necessarily politicians, but are connected in the commentary sense, which had some very bad takes uh, early on yes. on this. And now they're trying to yes. get on the other side, acting like they yeah. were always, yeah. I always thought oh, this I always, was bad. Yeah. No, you yeah. didn't. No, you, you, you didn't. And I'll call them out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They were perpetuating this bull crap uh, early on as well, because maybe they were scared. But no, this is what happens, you know, when you give them an inch, they take a mile. So, but either way, I don't think people should look like think and rest upon the GOP for that matter ever going to like definitely because these I mean when you consider some of like the faults of the world I think 
better than everybody here. That man probably belongs in prison. Like, like he's. I think we have enough on him, definitely with the yes. whole gain of function funding and NIH. Yeah. Like we, that guy belongs under the prison. Life in prison would be a kind exactly. gesture for exactly for, for people like him. But I don't see them ever doing anything certainly about that. I think it's more of optics. Hey, look at us. Support us going yeah. into November mm -hmm. type of situation. And it's the same establishment types yeah. that have been participating in this non nonsense for as long as it's been going on. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when they said that they were going to repeal Obamacare. I was <laughs> just about to say that. <laughs> I was literally about yeah. to say, Sorry. oh, this is <laughs> Sorry. great. You know, Wavelength. No, I'm with you. I'm looking at history. Yeah. When have we delivered on a bold promise like that, yeah. right? As a party, I'm not talking about a president. Right. Who as a party, when have we, that's a bold promise. You know, uh, Ted Cruz said, hey, I'm gonna go after Fauci. They're saying, when, when can I look back at least from history and judge the fruit and go, yeah, they delivered on that kind of a bold yeah. promise. I, I can't right now think of one. Yeah. Yeah. So why would I now think, oh, we're going to do it? Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't trust them because there's there's so many wolves. Now, I mean, certainly. Yes, yes. Now, certainly they would be a better pick than anyone on the left because uh, those people are crazy. Right. Like, I mean, obviously they would be a better pick. But like, are they going to follow through with these promises? I'm not convinced. Uh, and I don't think anyone should be. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Masterworks. So if you watch this program, this is not news to you, but inflation is at a 40 year high. Investors are selling stocks like crazy. Volatility is up 50 percent over the last month. Uh, you know, we've got Biden at the helm of things. So it's probably going to get a lot worse. Uh, but Goldman Sachs even predicts that five uh, that five could come along in the next year alone. Now, let me ask you, is your portfolio ready for what's to come? If it's not, which is probably not, you probably want to consider investing in alternative assets like blue chip art. You may have not thought of this, but um, art has a low correlation to the stock market. Blue chip art prices actually outpace the S&P 500 by 164% for the last 25 years. Uh, and it's a great diversification plan. It's not new. The ultra wealthy have done it for centuries. And with Masterworks, you can do it too. Don't just let the elitists get in on this. You do it too. It is an alternative investment platform. It lets you buy shares representing an investment in multi-million dollar paintings. They've got like over 330,000 members. Join them and get priority access to Masterworks. If you go to masterworks.art slash news, that is masterworks.art slash news. Make sure to see important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. Well, we've brought you the news that recently some Democrats have called for a change in the way that COVID-19 hospitalizations are being counted. Now the Biden administration is jumping on board with that. Shockingly, they are uh, they're changing the way that these hospitalizations are being counted. So the Department of Health and Human Services and the CDC are asking hospitals to go ahead and change how they report these patients. And this is, this is what it says in the cute little Politico article. The federal government now wants hospitals to distinguish between people who go to the hospital because they have COVID-19 from those who are admitted to the hospital for other reasons, like a broken leg and then test positive for the virus, which is shocking. Shocking to hear that these numbers may have been misrepresented in a way that could have made a president who was previously in office look like he was not handling something the way that he needed to handle it. And he had blood on his hands and it was all his fault that all these people are dead. 300,000 people are dead because of him. 
Now we get the late admittance that uh, these hospitalizations are not being appropriately counted and that they are overrepresenting the number of people who not only go into the hospital with COVID-19, but are dying in the hospital from or with COVID-19. Now we're changing it because guess what? It's February of 2022 and uh, they realize that it looks really bad for them and it's very convenient to change now. Well, I grew up pre-internet in South Africa, and so the newspaper is all you had, comic strips, your world, right? <laughs> the comic caption just reads, duh. <laughs> like, just duh. Like, yeah, like, obviously. We've, like, we've just been um, saying that for two years, okay. and we've been called conspiracy all theorists. Right. But also, this trick is as old as the printed press, yeah. where you do whatever you want, and then you apologize on page nine in a little corner down there, and just go, ah, we apologized, you know? This is how they operate, with no consequence. This is, our previous segment is, yeah, sure, we're gonna reestablish equilibrium later this year, but will they pay? Yeah. Yep, that's no. the question No, because, and I think it's important to note, and I totally agree with your sentiment, but they're not actually apologizing. It's like a very soft, uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's, yeah. they're admitting that it's happening now. But it's not an they're apology. Not admi- right, and they're yeah, not admitting yeah. that it was happening that we previously. we were wrong. They're like, oh, but oh, with Omicron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their, their new excuse is, well, with Omicron, they say, uh, well, we, we know with Omicron masks are not working. Well, we know Omicron and is we their know with Omicron, It's right, their offering, right. right? We know with Omicron uh, these hospitalizations are being counted weirdly. It's like. No, the mask still didn't work with yeah. the other variants, yeah. and also the hospitalization thing was happening with the other, like all of these things were still happening. Yeah, no, the, but they're not admitting. I the call full it truth. that they would always use like the the term variant to try to justify what it is that they're going to do in the right. future because they're never going to admit that they were wrong. No. You just have to put two and two together. Yeah. If they have this position, the same reason, for example, when the CDC had first changed their position uh, on, like, I think it was some of the, the mask or restrictions, but I guess pertain to lockdowns. There was no new data that they presented. They just up and said, oh, we, 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 you can now go do this. Like, right. what? Like, so that's how you know, okay, the what you guys were saying before was incorrect. Absolutely. And this is just your way of just trying to kind of sidestep the fact that you were wrong mm-hmm. and try to get ahead of it. This is how they, how like they're snakes. This is exactly to your point, Yago, this is how they've operated before and they're going to operate in the future. They're going to mm-hmm. use little, whatever they can get to try to make it appear as if they had it under control and they themselves knew what they were talking about when it was junk way long, uh, long before. Like again, we already have existing evidence or data not just in our own country but worldwide that already states to the contrary of what they had claimed before so now they're going to use oh it's the it's the omicron well it's just different it's more mild or all no 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 this was the case before you're just trying to use this to get ahead of it and this is what sucks about it all is i think that a lot of them are going to get away with it Mm -hmm. Even though these guys are literal criminals. Well, the the literal virtual signaling by our superior intelligence and the sweat from our brow. We've now discovered the actual science and now we can tell you you're safe. No, the bigger concern here for humanity is in the future, should there actually be an outbreak of something that was significant, right? We have no subset of true data to look back to for the last two years that we can trust because mm-hmm. they've cooked the books. Yeah, mm-hmm. They've cooked the books to the point where you don't even know what was real and what wasn't real, mm. right? And, and so now you have nothing. You yeah. look back and go, um, well, they've been lying 
the whole time right. and just pivot so there's there's no subset of actual true factual science and data that we can point back to and go if you do this this is the result yep if you shut down early versus not no and no. uh, well, I'm wondering too, what is the motivation for the hospitals to now play ball uh, fairly? Because they were getting financial incentives, we yeah, know, that's, that's uh, when point. they had these COVID-19 diagnoses. So, are we taking away the money that goes along with that? Because then maybe they'll give accurate accounts. But if you're continuing to fund them more when they give the COVID-19 diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would they get rid of their own? It was cash all cow? junk, junk sides. I mean, from the get go, when. If you had actual journalists, because I don't know if you guys remember back in like Orlando as a handful, I think it was Fox Local Orlando back then uh, at the time where they decided to actually be journalists. And they went to look at like some of these numbers and they noticed like 100 percent positivity rate like coming through in one day like that can't be right. Yeah. Then they go look in deeper and start asking questions and they're oh, well, yeah, that was incorrect. Oh, we have a guy that literally died on a motorcycle from a motorcycle yeah. accident who is considered a covid death. That stuff has been happening since early mm-hmm. on. Like yeah. this didn't just start. No, this has been happening. reported it on the, the program. Yeah, we talked about exactly. It. We talked about it. it's been happening for so long. So, yeah. What accurate data do we have to even look at going in the future? We can't even trust these guys to collect data going in the future because there's so much stuff that's attached to things that incentivize folks is bad behavior. I think that's what we saw with, for example, the uh, like the oh, hospital hospitals, they get money because right. of a positive COVID rate. But what incentive do they have to actually look at yeah, the numbers Sarah's accurate yeah. to, to, yeah. to, to Sarah's point? They don't. So if you have all of this, this this stuff attached to it, pharmaceutical companies are involved, literally getting paid by governments around the world. What incentive do they have to stop? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, the CEO of Pfizer is going to be like, yeah, well, we can get things going when you get your fourth, fifth, sixth booster right, shot. Right. Yeah, that benefits them. And the, I, testing, I would, the testing companies. Yes, the testing companies. But how, you, how you overcome that is you just come up with a new virus. You come up with a new variant. You come up with a new threat and new kickstart. Now we got back to the first segment. Hey, let's pull back a little bit there, DC. Sensitized. So when we jab them again, when we punch them again with fear, they'll comply again. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's like collecting rent and all of a sudden, well, I collected that number. Well, next year I'll just collect less because I can't. Nobody does that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They don't do That's that. True. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Uh, really quickly, I want to get to this story about the uh, Biden administration who is apparently set to regulate Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, they say, for a for national security challenges. They said oh, uh, they're man. going to release Libertarian an initial... Libertarian about to go off. I Ooh. figured you might. Uh, the initial government-wide strategy for digital assets as soon as next month and task federal agencies with assessing the risks and opportunities that they pose. Um, they're also expected to weigh in on the possibility of the United States issuing a government-backed coin, uh, which is, of course, known as central bank digital currency. <laughs> <laughs> or CBDC, uh, oh but uh, yeah, These but they're but they but they're gonna they're probably gonna hold off on taking a firm stance on this one way or the other because the Federal Reserve is still weighing in on it. Uh, gentlemen, oh your thoughts? God, I, I feel like there's like this is yes. like obviously oh. I know a lot of us knew this stuff was coming. For those of you guys that aren't involved in particular like the Bitcoin stuff and I know other forms of cryptocurrency, but really like Bitcoin and those types of deals who really the whole design was to, if you want to say, oh, well, it undermines the U.S. dollar. Well, that's the point. Right. right, uh, th- right. That's the point. That's, yeah. uh, but n- no, on a serious note, 
they can't control that, which is why they're going to set aim on this type of it's not just going to be with this it's other types of tech technology as well uh, that is basically detached when you're talking about blockchain technology is detached from them and their handlers like they can't manipulate bitcoin like the way they do with federal you know federal reserve in combination with the treasury where they can just print money out of thin air how much uh, uh sats there are it's, it's going to stay that way forever. Mm-hmm. And they, it's not going to go up as you can't pump money into it. There's no, gonna, not going to be those inflationary issues that you deal with, which is why people have flocked certainly to it, despite it being volatile or something like that. With the Fed, they, they, they control that and they manipulate the money. They get the banks, get the money and all, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when you have something that undermines them, like in this capacity, that is a danger to them. The problem why you wonder why, well, shouldn't they have gone after it before? What can they do? Yeah. That's the question. What can they do? Maybe go after some of these like digital wallets. But that's the best that they can do. Definitely when my when my when my wallet is up here. You know what I mean? There's not much they can do. You can't go confiscating. You can't do any any of that like you could with the money that you print mm-hmm. and you hold. So everybody should keep an eye on this. But this is why they're scared. And this type of stuff starts catching on with people. If you really want to undermine the federal government. You got to look at the money. Yeah. You got to yeah. look at the money. Well, look, the CCP is talking about going to a digital currency. They're deflating their own currency. The China is talking about going to digital, backed by gold. They're the largest gold holder in the world. Uh, th- this is real. This is a real conversation because they can't control the system. And it is going to be other technologies, yep. too. It won't just be digital currency. Yep, true. It's any tech that they can't manipulate the people through yep. or in Amazon style or in Google style, go buy the small player. Yeah. He's a threat by him right mm-hmm. he's rising up by him even if you shelf him doesn't matter but you've got to control all the players on the board it's a player on the board that they can't control and they're going to come for it rather why don't you go federal government and regulate uh, something else and pay attention to china just buying 140,000 acres inside texas on the mexico border oh wonderful one billionaire right. 140,000 acres you're allowing china to own American land on our border. Rather go pay attention to those kind of things and leave people in the digital currency alone because we're coming for you. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I love it. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, but we got to thank our sponsor, Tommy John's. So Valentine's Day is coming up, and this Valentine's Day, you got to give a gift that will make your favorite people feel perfectly at ease, super comfortable every time they wear it, which is new Tommy John loungewear, pajamas, and underwear. So uh, look, your partners, your best friends, your moms, your sisters, whoever it is that you are buying for, when they are wearing Tommy John, they are going to be the most comfortable that they could ever be. And that translates a long way into doing all of their daily tasks. All right, Tommy John loungewear has soft tri-blend, micro-modal fabrics. They have four-way stretch. They're going to feel great all year long. Uh, Tommy John is for men and women. I know a lot of people are like, I thought that was just men's underwear. It's not. All right, they've got over 17 million pairs sold. They have made couples across the country comfier than they ever were before. So uh, you got to look out for your loved ones on Valentine's Day. By the way, those couples who are comfortable include myself and my husband at home. Uh, We like literally I was like, I don't get this Tommy John hype. It's just a pair of loungewear. It's just pajama pants. It's just underwear. How can it possibly be that big of a deal? And then I tried it on and I was like, oh, I understand now. This is literally the most comfortable thing I have ever put on or will ever put on my body. It really is 
Amazing, you guys. There's no risk. Every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. You got nothing to lose. Go over there, get $20 off your order of $100 or more right now at tommyjohn.com slash Y. Go stock up over at tommyjohn.com slash Y. $20 off. See site for details. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, derided the now thousands of citizens protesting lockdowns and mask mandates as, quote, a few people shouting and waving swastikas, uh, which, as it turns out, is not really what's going on. But I'm sure it's helpful for his narrative to say that. Here's Justin Trudeau earlier today. It has to stop. The people of Ottawa don't deserve to be harassed in their own neighborhoods. They don't deserve to be confronted with the inherent violence of a swastika flying on a street corner or a Confederate flag or the insults and jeers just because they're wearing a mask. Uh, Yeah, so it looks like all of the protesters, the Canadians out there who are protesting for their freedoms and liberties and bodily autonomy, as it turns out, Justin Trudeau is just going to write off as, I don't know, a bunch of racists, uh, even though there is really no evidence to prove that these protesters as a whole are in fact racist. Also uh, with this story comes the development that is I think the most Canadian thing ever, which is that a judge granted a 10 day injunction to stop the truckers from honking their horns. <laughs> so, Overreach much? So they're, they're not allowed to honk their horns. Uh, they said with the exception of some short periods of reprieve late in the night, the sound feels to the plaintiffs that were suing as it is nearly constant. The honking of the horns is frequently accompanied by loud music, sounds of shouting, and fireworks. And uh, so the judge put the injunction to stop them from honking their horns, which is weird because, uh, you know, I previously heard AOC during all of these Black Lives Matter, not protests, but riots when buildings were being burned down. I previously remember her saying something to the effect of that protests were not supposed to be comfortable. They were actually supposed to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm which I think this would qualify. And weirdly enough, I don't hear her coming to the trucker's defense on the honking. No, and, and it's, isn't it funny that Trudeau's saying it's, it's not fair to make fun of people who wear a mask? You mean like you've made fun of all the people who won't wear a mask for two years? Like you've shamed people, people being mobbed and attacked? Old people, we all remember that scene of an old couple going out on a date and being just completely bombarded by, you know, Antifa and Black Lives Matter because they won't mm-hmm. wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so funny when the shoe's on the other foot. And those are just you protests, know? though. No, no it's just those peaceful just protests, protests with flames these... in the background. <laughs> right, right. Fire station, fire guys, you know. I mean, come on. This is just this is this class of people around the world that will virtual signal from the sideline about what the quarterback should do. And then you go. Okay, come get in the game. Come get in the octagon. Let's go. And they go, oh, no, how dare you swing at me? Mm-hmm. You can't swing at me. You say ivory tower. You know, she's sitting in her ivory tower. She wants to virtue signal AOC from her ivory tower. And when it's her team, it's just peaceful protest. Yeah, it is interesting because on the one hand, they keep calling these people insurrectionists. Uh, and then on the other hand, they're like, oh, it's just a few people. But they're honking horns. They're not like, building burnings down. Well, right. But it's like, well, you got to pick one because if, if, it's, if it's an insurrection, then that would, uh, that would <laughs> yeah, right. like, y- there would be a, a lot of people involved in that to, to qualify as an insurrection. But then you're also saying uh, from the other side of your mouth that uh, there, it's just a few people waving swastikas. I can't remember <laughs> if it was yesterday or last week 
week when I, we were talking about Trudeau, and I just said that he was on autopilot, and this is what these guys mm-hmm. do. Like they don't have, they can't deviate from the script because they're literal NPCs. So he has to cry more. He's not racism. even good at it either. No, he's terrible. No, um, it's like, like his script reading is yeah. horrible. How did he get his acting is awful. Yeah, I mean, it's. Mo- I heard that they thought he was handsome. Uh, but it, truly, it's, that's, it's that's more racism. It's more racism. It's all of those things that they basically can't say that something is derogatory or can't say something is bad unless they claim that it is some mm-hmm. racism uh, actually happening. But that the yeah, could pointed out what I was going to point out, and that those tactics have been used. This uh, this form of like ostracism. This uh, you want to talk about harassment. People that wouldn't wear masks, as well as you use the state, you use the government's power mm. to to punish people that were not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And now you think some truckers just being on the road um, is somehow now harassing you because they're responding to the threat that you posed. It's yeah, it's going to your point. It's well, they swung actually. They swung. And then someone instead, it ain't even that they swung back. They just put their hands up for, to block or parry. Correct. Or to parry it. And they're like, how, how dare you stop us from using aggression upon you? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are how criminals operate. This is why I continue to say that when you deal with federal governments around, the, around each country, they are among the criminal class. They are among the criminal class, some of the worst people in the in the absolute world. The only difference is, is I don't pretend just because people elected them that they aren't. These are bad people. You see the way that he is talking to folks who are actually protesting something that is an act of aggression upon them being imposed yeah. by the government, right. man. Like this isn't some made up thing or some social justice bullcrap. No, you guys literally have laws that are implemented that criminalize people. Because they don't have a vaccination. You are the aggressor here. Yes. And they say, how dare you try to prevent us from using aggression upon yeah, you? I believe it was a yeah. province yeah. that today, this morning, if I'm not mistaken, that did come out and say, yeah, 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 uh, we're, we're going to be, we're, we're done with this. Yeah, it's Saskatchewan. Okay. And uh, they said that proof of vaccination and negative test requirements will end Monday, so they will no longer have to show proof of vaccination. Mask mandates, this was a a weirder one, though. Mask mandates end on February 28th. It's like, well, if you're ending it and you're already announcing that you're ending it, why? it's the 8th. Well, yeah. Why not just end just it go, today? Go yeah. Right. Like, why happen. announce it and well, wait like till California, the end of the month? It ends on the 15th of February. Right. Why? Is, is, why? is Valentine's Day? <laughs> you want a mass Valentine's Day? Is that the deal? Well, COVID does Probably. not like lovers. They don't like so lovers. So they're going to attack on mm. Valentine's Day. So let's day, just the go past Valentine's Day because we <laughs> may spread this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. But I think they feel like if they at least make the announcement... Yeah, uh, they will be able to curb some of the, you know, the the tenseness that is rising. But uh, certainly the truckers are making a difference. Yeah. So honk, honk, hats off to uh, the truckers out there. Keep going. Who, yeah, please keep it up. Keep going. Uh, all right. We have got to uh, we got to take a break. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink, which is one of my favorites because Moink delivers really, really delicious meats to my house. And they're so good. And my whole family loves them. I don't know if you guys know this, but like 97% of the chickens uh, that you're buying in the big grocery stores are actually dipped in chlorine, which you're like, wow, that's really gross. I had no idea. Yeah. You know why? Because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. They've got grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, uh, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. They've got it all. They send it directly to your door, like I said. And they're also helping family farms become financially independent outside of big ag. 
They're animals. They're raised outdoors. Their fish swim wild in the ocean. They're free. All the meats are free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, all the other crap that you're going to find if you are buying your meat at the grocery store. You've got to sign up at moinkbox.com slash news. You will get, guys. I'm signing up. A year, are you right now? I'm on, on Listen, yeah. I'm a, year, a year of South filet African mignon for eater, free. I'm signing up. A year of filet mignon for free. I'm when you sign up, up you, then you pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. You can change what you get each month. Cancel anytime. Um, my son, we, like I said, we love moink meat at our house. My son is obsessed with their bacon. It is the best. So if you like you some meat, you got to join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash news right now. Uh, you will get free filet mignon for a year. All right. Be like Yaku. Yeah. And go over to there. It's spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com. Moinkbox.com slash news. Folks over at CNN, uh, as we covered yesterday, I think are panicking because their ship is sinking and they know it. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, but you know, we saw Jeff Zucker having to exit with his head hung in shame uh, over a, they say, a relationship that he had with one of his top executives. But it wasn't just that. Buried underneath all of that was also the fact that he and his top executive that he was having an affair with were also giving guidance to Andrew Cuomo while all of this was going on, doing the same exact thing that Chris Cuomo was doing that he uh, apparently got canned for. So there was that. Then there were the producers that were arrested for like being really gross pedos. And uh, so Chris Cuomo himself. So a lot of not great things happening at CNN. And uh, Brian Stelter is very, very upset about it, very insecure about it, apparently. So he, uh, he, he went off on this little tangent and uh, was very mad that people accused CNN of lacking journalism and giving opinions all the time. That is not true. And uh, Mr. Potato Head Brian Stelter is here to tell you why. Watch. CNN is so much bigger than any single individual. It is about teams and teams of people, thousands of individuals who make up CNN. This place is not perfect. It will never be perfect. We will always have flaws. We will always screw up. We will always have to run corrections. We will always have to keep working to make it better and better and better every single day. That is the goal. But the people who say we're lacking journalism, <gasps> that we've become an all talk channel, that we've run off and we're all opinions all the time, uh -huh. that Jeff Zucker led us astray, uh -huh. those people aren't watching CNN. They're not watching CNN. They're watching complaints about CNN on other channels that don't know what they're talking about. That's the truth. Well, that's fair because I don't think anyone is watching CNN at this point. So he does have a point. I just have to say that is the roughest looking 36-year-old woman I've ever seen. Jesus Christ. That <laughs> He is, no, he is funny looking. That's that is sure. the roughest looking 36-year-old woman I have ever listen, seen. Listen, I'll, I'll say this. Um, if we dig really hard, we'll find a clip very similar to that of Chris Cuomo doing a heartfelt message oh, yeah. to defend CNN. Very similar. Um, that culture hasn't changed with Zucker leaving. It, yes, the thousands and thousands of corrupt people who work for CNN, Brian, have all been infiltrated with the same dogma and the same mindset, and you can't turn the ship. They're yelling, iceberg, iceberg. Yep, she going down. Mm -hmm. Leonardo will sing. Yeah. 
Look, CNN is just coming to the realization, it's the same thing we talked about on yesterday's show, that their cultural relevance is, it's nearing zero. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. not just with them, it's, it's with all of these alphabet weirdos. Yeah. And people, because, I think the difference between nowadays and what happened when we did get our information from CNN, it's not that they were more honest back then, it's that, that we didn't have the channels to connect yep. with each other yep. that we had before. You couldn't fact check them. Yeah, and you couldn't, you couldn't, so you had to take it for face value for and whatever you didn't have a window saying. in behind the curtain. Right, you, you yep. didn't have that. Now, you cannot, you, not only do you have like people that you know do this independent journalism, we can compare and contrast, but we can talk about this sort of stuff and we can connect with other individuals and we can see that what you are doing. Yeah, it is an actual journalism for the most part. A lot of what you say. Yeah, you may cover something that's happening. I mean, we saw your organization with fires burning behind them <laughs> talking about mostly peace. No, what, you, what do you mean? What do you what we, we saw that. So they're trying to salvage the fact that they're going to kind of fade into obscurity. A lot of mm -hmm. these big organizations and big mega corporate entities are because of folks like us. And they can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So what they will do in their attempt is say they're the fake guys. What they do is mm -hmm. they, they, mm -hmm. they, even when they cover us, it's not honest. We're the real people. Right. We're the ones you're supposed to get your information from. Now, it's not going to work. But that's their last Hail Mary to try to uh, help this situation. But they're done. And it's not just with them. Be on the lookout for the next five to ten years. There's so many of these mega corporate entities that we've thought were going to be here forever. A lot of them are going to fade into obscurity because they are operating upon an outdated, archaic model that is just no longer necessary. Yep. I saw a poll not too yep. long ago um, that I was, we were planning on having it on the show and then we ran out of time. But it was saying that um, most... There, there were Democrats that, like, they were, more of them were watching, it was like middle-aged, young to middle-aged Democrats, more of them were watching Fox News than they were CNN. Mm. Which, like, if that's the case, yeah. you guys are in big trouble. I, I saw that. Yeah. I, and, and yes, I, I believe that that is the case. But to me, as a staunch Christian conservative, that also doesn't vie very well for me of Fox. <laughs> well, okay. yeah. it, it, yeah. well, trust me, I'm, that wasn't and, and, to speak highly of Fox. And, and, no, I know, no, I know. But hence the reason alt media, which right. is us, right. you right. know, is rising and you will not stop it. Yeah. Media is changing forever. They're losing a grip. You know, Hollywood will signal to you always. I say, be careful if Hollywood shows you something. They're going to do it mm -hmm. or it's going to happen, right? Well, there's a show called Secession. And it's about this very wealthy family and who's going to succeed this, this wealthy father. And he runs a media mogul company like Viacom, right? And he's selling his company away from his children because he says the model's broken. It won't sustain. I go, interesting. <laughs> interesting that Hollywood's <laughs> writing that. Almost like they want to prepare. You know, it's like, it, it just, hey, I'm just saying yeah. that is the conversation. So, no, power to the blaze. Yeah. Mm. Uh, BlazeTV.com. You got to sign up if you are not a subscriber yet. That is the future. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. All right. Don't forget to go to wherever you get your audio podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. If you are watching this program, it is because you appreciate conservative media. So what you already know, I don't have to tell you, but I'm going to anyway, is that the algorithms work against conservative media. They don't want more people finding out the truth. They want more people watching Brian Stelter. 
Don't do that to people, okay? Go help them out by giving us a nice review. You may see it read live on air also, like the one today from Gonzo JC, who said five stars, the best news podcast. I love the honest discussion and the variety of guests that are on the program. Eric July and Yaku Buyans also bring great perspectives to the issues of the day. P.S. Built Bar Junkie now. Thanks, nice. Sarah. That is, uh, that's very nice. Glad to hear you're loving the Built Bar. And more importantly, Glad to hear that you love these two gentlemen right here. Uh, I know there is a very large fan base. Thanks, Gonzo Jock, right? It was Gon Gonzo JC. Gonzo JC, thank yes, you. Yes, Gonzo JC. God so, bless you. Thank you. Uh, again, if you flatter someone on the program, you will probably see it read <laughs> live on air. So don't waste any time. Make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts, wherever you, uh, you get your podcasts. Make sure, subscribe, rate, and review. It's that simple. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for thank being you. here, as thank always. You. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.